0: Pulp a bar stool. Hey there, my friend. I've got a funny story for you. It's coming up here in a little bit. Uh, but we're gonna, we got some stuff to talk about. Got a little heart to heart. You and me. A little heart to heart today. Talking about screwing stuff up, doing things again, <laughs> starting all over. But I'm also gonna talk about quietly rolling out a new model and a little more details of what I'm doing there. I'm mm-hmm. gonna we'll talk about Keeping your phone on your desk when you're recording a podcast and having a buzz uh, And how you shouldn't do that And talk about how you should stop boring your loyal readers in the name of the click That's going to lead me to the final thing of you got to start playing the long game Play that long game Um, Now before we get there Just a really quick heads up In a few weeks I am going to be speaking at Social Media Marketing World it is my favorite event of the year. It's awesome. And I'm doing it as a little vacation with my family, going to San Diego. It's an emotional thing for me because they, they, they're going to be there too. They're going to be in the crowd. And I'm going to try not to cry. And I hope you're there. If you are there or if you're planning on being there in the area, give me a shout. Tweet me at John Lumer on, on, on Twitter. Send me an email. So, Content, I don't know Something Reach out Let's Let's meet up Say hi And uh, You know I just love Talking to people Who actually Listen to this stuff It's just kind of weird Because I always feel like I'm talking to myself So And if you're in the audience When you're out there In San Diego And I say Pop the bottle I sure hope You respond with Let's do it Right So pop a bottle Let's do it. Hey, everybody. John here from JohnLumer.com and John Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. And this week, a little funny, a little funny, um, we might actually get a little more drunk on social media than normal And that you know, I don't like doing anything half-assed. I really don't. And if something doesn't feel right, you do it again. Now, granted, that doesn't mean everything has to be perfect, but I just had this bad feeling, right? So I just got done recording my, my podcast. I had a big, tall Guinness. This happened to be my last Guinness in the fridge. Oh man and I was, like, I uploaded it, and I'm probably not going to do any better here, but I uploaded it, uh, exported it, uh, started sending it to to my man Dan, who edits it, and I was like, man, this is a babbling mess, and I knew it. I even tweeted it, and it got me thinking, yeah, maybe I should do it again, and it's fun, though. I'm okay with that. It means I have to pop open another beer. Um, the funny thing is, I've got all the time in the world. It's 12.15 um, in the morning, my time. I normally don't stay up late, except I'm actually exporting some video anyway. It's taking forever because it's my webinar um, that I'll get to in a little bit. It's a 90-minute webinar, so it's taking forever anyway. So I'll be up for a while. So why not? No more Guinness, but now I'm working on a fat tire, new Belgian fat tire. It's from out here, in Colorado. So, I'm enjoying myself. If you don't have a drink right now, run to the fridge. Join me, because this might get stupid drunk. Raise a glass. Cheers. All right. Oh, yeah, it's not so bad. Mixing a little Guinness with the Fat Tire. We'll do that. So, first up, you know, I've been, I wouldn't say throwing hints. I've been kind of giving you an idea of what's going on. I just want to give you a status update on what I'm doing. Um, Kind of completely shifting the model of johnloamer.com. I feel like I'm talking about myself in the third third party when I do that, but just kind of a recap. Um, my business really exploded uh, about a year and a half ago when I, when I launched my first training course. And it was kind of a coming out party for me um, in terms of actually running a business. It was no longer just you know getting good traffic and maybe, maybe making a few bucks on advertising, Like sponsors on site and stuff like that. But it was actually making money. And I was like, I can do this for a long time. Well, here's the deal. That was great for a while. But I'm moving away from that model. And let me explain why. And I've explained it before, but you may have missed it. Essentially, it's exhausting. (laughs) uh, Because I'm not one of those people who wants to put out a course and like, oh, it's just you know, five lessons and you're done and give me all your money. Um, I over delivered and you know, we're talking like my latest power editor course is three, three full courses of 20, 20 lessons piece, So 60 lessons, both written and video. And it's a ton of work, which I don't mind. I pride myself on it, but the problem with it is it gets outdated so quick. It's frustrating. So you have this big push selling a whole bunch of them and I, for me personally, once it's outdated, I don't, I'm not comfortable really pushing it that hard anymore either. And I'm not going to keep updating it. That's, that's crazy. If, if you do that with your course, I don't know what you're doing. You should like create a new one every year. And otherwise there's your, your loyal customers are never going to buy it again. But anyway, um, so that, that was a problem. But the other problem was you know, I sort of released a referral program, but not really, because it never really got off the ground because of this. This was the, the, the problem with it, is that these courses would get outdated, and I only wanted people selling courses if they had it themselves, but I didn't really want them promoting stuff that was outdated. So that has put me on this new course of focusing, really, pretty much entirely on Power Hitters Club, or at least this is this is the center. This is the the engine that makes it all run now. So power. Did I say power? Power hitters course. Power hitters club. Again, it's my second beer. I'm a lightweight man. Lightweight. Power hitters club. So johnlumber slash phc. Anyway, what it is. First of all, um, I'm not trying to sell this. I'm. But I need you need a little background. And I said I wasn't going to babble this time. This is hilarious. It's even worse. But it, hang with me. So a weekly blog post just for members, weekly webinar just for members, a really good Facebook group just for members, the referral program just for members where they can actually sell and that's coming, um, and discounts just for members. But anyway, so that's that's a deal. That's a setup. But like I said, this rollout has been kind of quiet. I approach this a little differently than I think a lot of sites would where I'm not making it seem like this drastic change. If you are a regular visitor to my website, you may not have noticed anything. Now, I hope you've noticed something, but I don't want you to come there and be like, "What the hell happened?" JohnLumer.com is now pay. I can't get any of this great content that I wanted that I've always been able to get, and that's not what, that's not what I wanted. All right. So the truth is. You know, during the last year, I have I've consistently written once per week for you know the free content. That is not changing. There is still going to be one free blog post every week. Um, the difference is there's also we're really gonna be writing more now. There's gonna be a paid blog post once a week as well. It'll be available at members.joluer dot com and there'll also be a weekly webinar. And those will be done live, but the replays will also be on members.johnloomer.com. So there's actually gonna be more content, but some of it will be behind that wall. Um doesn't really mean you're losing anything, right? Now let me give you I just want to give you an example though of how I'm pulling this off. Cause you have to be a little strategic on this and I'm trying really not really hard not to fly out of the seat of my pants on this, and and you know I want to have some strategy. So, example, I'm trying to have a theme every week for both of them. Um, and this week's theme was the Facebook Ads relevance score, which is pretty big development that impacts Facebook ads. So, I wrote a blog post for the public for JohnLimmer.com, the main site, called Facebook Ads relevance score: positive and negative feedback really covers all the basics right what a relevant score is how it's calculated all the stuff you need to know about it now it's all the basics though at the very bottom of it if you got to the bottom and you read through all of it and you really ate it up it's there's, a, there's another little header it says more on relevant scores so for more on relevant scores, including where they are found and how you can use them, make sure to check out my recent exclusive post for Power Hitters Club members, linked. And then I say, not part of the Power Hitters Club yet? Go here to get started, linked. All right. So that's my approach within the blog post, which goes to a second post. It's at com, called... Facebook Ads relevant Scores, Hands-On Results. So you can kind of guess what this is gonna be about. There's also a video, it's a screen share just for members. Um, Gives you an idea of how you can find the relevant score in your custom ad reports, how you can break it down. But also um, what I'm finding um, in my relevant scores. So kind of some examples. But also trying to, you know, uh, connect the dots on how Facebook is determining a relevant score based on positive and negative feedback. It seems to be much more influenced by positive as opposed to negative feedback. But um, so there's more research and digging and stuff here as opposed to just information. Um, So that's my approach. So is it going to change my main content a little bit in that? you know, typically I, I would have these really robust blog posts for free. They'll still be good blog posts. Don't get me wrong, but there'll be more for the mainstream now. I mean, that, look, it's not going to be fluff, right? It's just that you, I'll have one that's going to be more about, you know, everything you need to know. And another is going to be getting your hands dirty. And the getting your hands dirty, if you want to do that, is going to be in the Power Hitters Club. Now, Uh, Where where I took that another step further is when I sent an email promoting this as well, where I said, hey, make sure you check out this post on relevant scores. I I mean, it was a much better email than that. But I also cross-promoted Power Heroes Club. That's the extent of throwing Power Heroes Club in your face. It wasn't like you can no longer read my stuff. You got to pay now. I could have done that too, I guess, but I didn't. Okay, so that's just a little background on what I did why I'm doing it. Um, so again, now what is coming? Here's another thing that I'm planning on. Again, all these things can change. But expect these courses to slowly fade out. And I'm probably going to do a clearance sale to get all all the remaining courses for, I don't know, 500 bucks, something like that, whatever. And um, eventually you probably won't see a course on my site again. However... Um what I'm going to do is go to and this is I steal this from Amy Porterfield. She's a freaking genius. I remember when I released released my training course, my power editor, power editor course um uh, back in what was it October? Um and it may have been the first time. I don't even remember. But we concurrently relate release stuff at the same price. I did my course which I spent freaking hours upon hours creating for $147. Oh yeah, it was the first one. Um, for $147. And then she puts out this webinar, which is a workshop. It's like a 90-minute webinar. Uh, there's a workshop for $147. I'm like, "You are a freaking genius and I hate you, but I love I love you Amy." But anyway, that's so what I'm going to do is in place of some of that those um, courses that go out, that get outdated I'm gonna have the Power Hitters Club, but I'm also gonna have a workshop every two months. All right? So, and these will not be available for purchase after the live event. So again, trying to keep it fresh. And so a Power Hitters Club member will be able to get a steep discount on it for like 20 bucks. If you're not a Power Hitters Club member, it's gonna be probably 147. Again, this is all kind of theoretical at the moment, we're going to be launching this first one pretty soon, though. And then, um, so so that's that's where I'm looking. I'm really excited about this new approach because end of the day, I just want to be smarter about how I spend my time. I don't I don't want to say I'm careful about saying I want to work less and make more. It's kind of it, but it's really working smarter, right? Uh, if I'm spending. Hours upon hours upon hours to kick out that course, Exha- it Really, it's burnout. You talk burnout when you do that kind of stuff, and it was really painful trying to do it again and trying to try get motivated to do it again. Because you have to, you have to get that fire lit to do. Okay, every couple months, gotta do another one. At least every three months, gotta do another one. Gotta do another one. Gotta update it. So, so that's the approach I'm gonna go in, and I think it'll be much more sustainable. I will be, it'll be more scalable, I'll be happier, and I think it's going to be way better, because ultimately what this is going to be, it's going to act like a dynamic training course. Nothing will be outdated, you just stick with me, stick with the Power Hitters Club, stick with the workshops, you will always be updated on what you need to know, right? And uh, and while we're on the topic, I want to get you in it. If you're listening to this podcast, I want to get you in that club. So go to slash PHC. Use promo code PUB10. If you do, special little discount for you $10 off per month or $100 off if you do the annual. So join me there. Raise a glass. Cheers. All right, I got a little tough love for you. Um, you may very well be one of these bloggers. I may have very well been one of these bloggers at one time, so I'm not going to hate you for it, but you need the tough love. Stop boring your loyal readers in the name of the click. Here's the deal. I loved your stuff when it was real. Do you remember when you created that real content? When you created the really helpful, long blog posts, the tutorials, the taking an extra mile, giving them all the information that I needed. I loved you for it. And I came every day to see, what what do do you have to write for me today? And I shared it every single time. And you're probably wondering, why did I stop sharing? Why did I stop visiting? Well, it's because you started writing for clicks. You started writing for me as if I was a robot. You started writing for me as if I was a monkey. You started writing for me as if I was stupid. Now, Danny Brown, my friend Danny Brown, he wrote a blog post on this recently. He had a much more eloquent way of putting this. Something about grandiose titles. I don't know. Um, but the bottom line is, you gotta stop assuming that your audience is stupid. Because really, that's what you're doing. When you write these titles, they make these grand statements that you can't back up. That are controversial, controversial. That oftentimes your blog post never even answers that title. And pays for that title essentially, you are assuming your audience is stupid. They're gonna so they're gonna be like, you're gonna write a title that tempts them to click it. Woo! I wanna click that looks really interesting. And you get there, and you're empty, and you know, if you think they're they're stupid, they're like, Oh, that's okay, I'll be back tomorrow. I didn't get what I wanted, but I'll be back tomorrow. But you know what happens eventually? I see that next grandiose title, I'm like, screw you, man, you're not tricking me again. And that sucks. It's unfortunate. Because I loved you before. I really did. But now, I just, it makes me twitch a little bit every time I see those titles now. So stop assuming your audience is stupid. Stop assuming formulas and grandiose titles will yield success. Now, I know my critics, I know people will debate me on this and they'll give me all these numbers about, well, yeah, John, but if you, if you, if you say this in a title and that in a title, you'll get this many clicks and this kind of click-through rate. I, you know, I don't care. <laughs> it may lead to more traffic. It might. Temporarily, possibly long-term. But I question, I seriously question, is it valuable? When you had me reading your blog posts originally, when I was coming back every single day, when you followed through on everything you promised and more, when you you educated the hell out of me and I wanted to share everything you wrote, it wasn't because I just wanted to share your title. I, I was loyal and I wanted to buy from you. When all you're doing is attracting clicks, that doesn't mean you're attracting business. That doesn't mean you're attracting people. Just, you're just attracting an action. It's nothing. It's nothing. So I question whether it's valuable. And I'm sure someone will probably come up with some crazy stats to prove me wrong, but I, I don't really care. I've got my own experiences, too. I mean, I'm not perfect. I mean, I could tell you when I first started my website, and I again, I talk talk about this all day. I have no problem telling you I had no damn clue what I was doing. And I was really lucky in that a month in, maybe less, I wrote my first viral piece of content. Now, I say I was lucky, but on the other hand, that kind of screwed me up because when that blog post died, It's like, what the hell do I do now? Right? So what do I do? I write about that topic again. I write, you know, make sure that's in the subject line. What I was writing about was Facebook hoaxes and um, things that basically don't lead to business. So that's what I did. And, and, you know, it wasn't just that I was writing about these topics that weren't going to lead to business. But, again, I didn't know what I was doing. So... I was reading and reading and reading, and I read a lot of good people, a lot of good articles that were very helpful, but this is the danger when you don't know what you're doing and you trust others too much. I also read some stuff that I shouldn't have listened to, and it was those kind of articles that were about, hey, John. I just imagined that they were saying, hey, John, in these articles, but hey, John, if you use These words in your title, you're going to get more clicks, you're going to get more traffic, you're going to make more money, you're going to be rich, right? So I didn't do a lot of that. If you were to look back, though, um, probably two and a half years or so, you might find a couple, but not many, uh, because I experimented with it. And one of them, though, that drives me crazy is one that I believe was called The Secret Process to Increasing Facebook Likes. And it still gets a lot of clicks to this day. And it makes me roll my eyes whenever I see it in my results or I see it as a popular post on my, my blog. Because I'm not proud of it. It's, um, it. It doesn't really follow through on the promise of the title. It's a good blog post. It really is about how I, how I build page likes, at least how I did at the time. Is it a secret process? No. But calling something a secret process was considered a little buzz phrase that you should use to get clicks. And I guess it worked. But you know what? I guarantee that those people who click on that on the whole are not high quality or when I say are not regularly leading to business. On the flip side, people who click on one of my boring blog posts. So again, let, let me I think I mentioned this earlier. Maybe it was before when I was drinking my Guinness, but my latest blog post is titled Facebook ads, relevance score, positive and negative feedback. Can you get more boring than that? But I'm proud of that boringness. You know why? I give you what I promise. Everything's there. You know, there's no surprises. You're not going to click in there and say, Oh man, where's this boring stuff he was promising, right? It's all there. And then uh, other posts recently, Facebook dynamic product ads, everything you need to know. There's nothing extravagant about that. Nothing grandiose. And the one before that was how to create multi-product Facebook ads in Power Editor. Boring, but you know what? That's what people are searching. That's what they're typing into Google. How do I create multi-product Facebook ads in Power Editor? Boom. Hey, there's John Loomer's blog post, right? You don't have to write these grandiose Titles. Thank you, Danny Brown. You don't have to. And I just be comfortable not doing that. You know what you're doing when you when you're when you're writing titles like that, when you're doing clickbait, when you're assuming your audience is stupid. You're playing the short game. You are. You're playing for that click without caring for what's gonna happen a day from now with that person, a week from now, a month from now, or a year from now. And that's wrong. It's a bad idea. I play the long game. And I'm gonna talk about that after I take a big gulp of this fat, tired beer. Cheers. All right. So, long game, short game. You got an idea of kind of what I see as the short game, but it's not just those grandiose titles. Thank you again, Danny Brown. It's not just the clickbait. Um, you know, I talk to a lot of people who, who, who play this way. I like to say play, playing the short game, the long game. And I just got to think, you're doing it wrong, man. Like you may even be quote unquote successful right now, but I feel like you'd be so much more and you'd feel better about yourself if you did it differently. An example of what I think of often is, and these are people often who have not even really established themselves as being experts where they may not even be experts yet. Not only have they not convinced anyone that they're an expert, they may not be. But they have all they only have a website. They've got a lead page that says sign up for this webinar, sign up for this ebook, or just buy this stuff and that is it. And I think you are missing out, man. You're playing the short game and you're only you're only attracting one small group of people. You're, compl- and you're basically going after the people who are impulsive, really. I mean, that may be simplifying it, but for the most part, impulsive. You're not going to get the deep thinker who's maybe not so sure right now might have to think about it. Um, because the truth is, think about it. If you're this person visiting your site, it's not even a site, it's a lead page, and it's, you know the typical squeeze page crap that everyone does. And um, how do you convince them to to buy or to opt in? What have you done before, other than making promises that you've done something before, to convince them to sign up? I just think that's a, it's just a wrong approach. I like to warm them up, man. And when I say warm them up, I'm not talking about warming them up for thirty seconds. I'm warming up for a day, for a month, for a year, for two years. There's some people who tell me, John, I've been reading your stuff for three years and I finally decided it's time to buy something from you. I love that, man. You don't have to buy today. I'm playing the long game. So Um anyway, here's an example. Prime example. I mean, I have never had, I think, a better example of the long game than my recent Facebook ads experiment. So I know I've told you about it before, but just a refresher. If you go to com slash suck, yeah, that's what it is. Basically, um, Facebook ads don't have to suck. No, it's not a grandiose subject or title. It, that's pretty much what it's about. It's like, what if we tried to serve value with Facebook ads instead of just trying to sell stuff to people all day? And so I had this experiment where, where you opted in by clicking the first ad. So you don't have to provide an email address. There's no strings attached. And I'm going to serve you a different tip, exclusive tip, um, on, my, on my site that you can't access anywhere else um, if you keep participating. So people were begging for my ads. They were mad when they weren't seeing them. It was the most amazing thing in the world. But guess what? The biggest piece of criticism I kept seeing was, but John, this is all good and stuff, but how are you making money? And that was a good question, but you know what? All I could do is read that with a crooked smile and say, it's coming. I'm going to be okay. Because I had faith in the process. I had faith in the long game. So how this worked, I spent, and I have to go back and confirm, but I spent about $3,500 dollars. To most people, that sounds freaking insane. Not most, people. there's some people who's like, oh, $3,500, I But $3,500 without guarantee of any payback. But I had done this long enough where I was confident it was going to work out positively. So $3,500 running these ads, no strings attached, where it's just like serving them relevant, uh, exclusive content that can't get anywhere else. People are excited about it. And <coughs> excuse me. The end of the rainbow was the webinar, which crazy if you got through the 12th tip. I service ad to you five cents per registration. 833 people registered for this webinar. Boom! That was the first ask was the webinar registration to so this whole thing. After 12 tips, 3500 dollars spent. I asked you for an email address. I got 833 on the spot. Now on the webinar, yes, I had an ask at the end. But you know why? It wasn't just because I needed to make a positive ROI. I had done something where I isolated the awesome from my audience. I isolated the awesome, okay? These are the people who have gone through 12 tips with me, who are passionate about Facebook ads, who care about this stuff, registered for this webinar. They are perfect for the Power Hitters Club. So I I have to do my duty and sell to them. I hate selling, but I have to, and I have to give them a discount. And so if you missed that webinar, sorry, but it was uh, $77 per month, $670 for the year, huge discounts over what you get otherwise. All right, so here here are the results. Again, about $3,500 spent, I have to verify that. But throughout this entire process of serving ads. Again, there was no strings attached. I was never asking you to buy anything. There, were, there was a sidebar with ads there. And there was opt-ins for my ebook. There were my courses. You could also sign up for my Power Heroes Club there too. And that some people did. And I made, a, I have to, again, I think it was about $3,000 just throughout that process. So I'd already just about broken even by the time of the webinar. Now, the webinar was a week ago, and um, I haven't yet put the expiration date on the deal that these people are gonna have for the Power Haters Club, so they're still rolling in. Um, it's probably gonna be a week from about, as. by the time you hear this, it'll be within about five days, because I've still haven't put up the replay. But here are the results. Again, remember, 3,000 already um, has been earned. But now with this discount on Power Hitters Club, 18 people have signed up. So far, so far. So this is Tuesday, 18 people. Understand, that's about half of those are annual members. So that's $670, $670 at least. That's only if they go one year. You can't, you can't stop mid-year. You have to go pay for the whole year. They could go for a second year or a third year. But we're going to say $670. The other half are going monthly at seventy seven but i'm going to say that on average they're going to go nine months just to be conservative, and that's another approximately approximately six hundred seventy dollars so we'll just blanketly say eighteen people at six hundred seventy dollars a pop. you know what that is that's twelve thousand dollars, my friend twelve thousand dollars plus the three thousand dollars is already in it's fifteen thousand dollars plus the fact that um this expiration hasn't hit yet, and we all know when you give someone a deadline, and the deadline's today, sales come in. So I think conservatively, conservatively we can say easily $20,000 is going to come in for something that I spent a little over $3,000 for. So I'd like to go back to those people who criticized. Say, but John, how are you going to make money? That's how I made money, man. The long game. Uh-huh. I think that's a pretty darn good way to end this. I'm really glad I re-recorded. I think it worked out well. I have called the uh, called our bartender over for the tab. Like always, I'll take care of you, my little cheapskate. I love you though. Uh, once again, if you're going to San Diego, if you're gonna be at uh, uh, Social Media Marketing World, it's March 27th, 10.30 a.m. is my time. I hope to see you there, give me a shout. Even if you don't attend my, my session, Grab me, say, John, I heard that podcast. That was awesome. And we'll hang out and we'll have a beer and do something fun. I don't know. And um, we'll like shave each other's heads and give each other tattoos and do all kinds of stuff. Um, but additionally, yeah, this is my second beer. I'm sorry. Um, additionally, remember Power Haters Club. You're my person. You're my boy, Blue. Go to slash PHC. Use promo code PUB10. You got it. You got it. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.